What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Adi Sarish and Michaela Brezanova, who are the co-founders of Novo. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Yeah, we're pretty good. Uh, Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I appreciate you, uh, you you coming on and sharing more about what you're working on with Novo. For people that don't know what that is, can can one of you share what you're working on with Novo? Uh, so uh, Novo is actually an abbreviation of two words, uh, Knowledge Voyage. So um, yeah, so basically Novo is uh, we're we're trying to create an online community platform where people can create and share these things we call learning pods which is basically a bunch of a structured set of resources such as videos, articles, GitHub repos, uh, research papers from all around the internet that a specific person found useful while learning a specific topic. And then these these learning parts can be shared and others can then follow these learning parts to get some guidance on how to go about learning that specific topic. We're also planning on integrating a recommendation system where when you come on our platform, then you can uh, search for a specific topic and we'd recommend a specific learning path for you to follow based on your style of learning. So this is, this is super cool. So it, can anybody start a pod, a, a learning pod? And if I wanted to, let's say I wanted to come onto your site in, in two ways. One, I wanted to find a pod to learn from and then I wanted to start a pod. I'd love to talk, kind of like hear about both experiences. So let's say I want to consume one. What's that user experience like? Is it like text-based audio? Is it kind of like mini courses? Can one of you kind of explain what is the makeup of, yeah. of one of these pods? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's actually learning path. Sorry. Uh, it's called learning path. Yeah. So uh, apologies. So- yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. So basically, when someone comes on our platform, they can come and uh, so a learning path is literally just a set of URLs from of different websites, like I mentioned, such as uh, articles, uh, um, research papers, or anything else. Look, when you're learning something, you don't you just don't go to one website and you learn that content. You go to multiple websites, and we found that uh, there's this huge problem where. Well, uh, where someone goes and starts to learn a topic, most of the times people end up dropping that topic because there's just too much co- too much content out there. By by allowing people to share uh, how they've learned specific topics, others can then get this form of guidance so that they can learn that topic much more easily because it's just a st- structured set of resources. They don't have to, you know, search for that needle in the haystack. They've already got it on our platform when they come on our platform. Yeah, it's it's cool because when when I go to your website, 
it, it's almost like a instead of rewriting, you know, uh, recreating the wheel or something like that. It's almost like a bundle or a collection of a content across the internet that you've just organized, um, which is super cool. Can anybody um, can anybody make one of these paths, or how how do you add on paths to the uh, to the platform? So you basically you just need to uh, set up a profile, and then you can navigate through the UI and you have an option to create this path and then you can populate it either like if you have already something prepared you can just populate it from there or you can add it on while you're uh, while you're learning so uh, we also have a chrome extension that can make this easier so while you're already on the website you can just add a new resource to the, to your path and kind of create this structured, a curated path where um, where you can also add some information to it. So while you add the resource, you got you can add some note, or you can just you have you can pick what type of kind of media it is. If it's like an article or if it's a video, and also you can kind of give it importance. So like the user or like someone else who sees this part or while you're revisiting it in the future, you know how important this is for learning uh, the topic. So uh, literally anyone can just come on a platform and create their path. I'd love to hear a little bit about the origin story of Novo and kind of how you both got started with this and kind of how you came to the idea. Yeah, so it was actually created a few months ago during our final exam period when we were studying a lot and we were also like finding not studying only what we need for our exams but we're trying to expand our horizons and it was actually Adi's idea well when he was or he was trying to learn something online and there were just something new let's say it was something new and there was just too much content online so he was feeling so much overwhelmed by all the information there that he had to like uh, navigate through all of it and he ended up dropping out what he was intending to learn and that's what we realized that there is a problem there's so many people who just start to learn something and they're just too much too much out there so they just don't know how like how to start and there's already someone who've done this you know who've who've done through who've gone through this path but like you don't know this person so it's hard to like know how to do and you have to do it yourself yeah and also uh if you actually look at the numbers and you know how online courses are just really popular but then if you actually dig dig deeper into the numbers online course completion rates are only between 15 to 20 percent so what exactly is happening to the rest 80 percent of people who end up dropping these courses i mean they it's just that they probably haven't been delivered the right content to learn that specific topic because we we believe that anyone can learn any any topic given the right resources uh and that's what we're trying to achieve at Nova right now and yeah so as Michaela mentioned we uh came up with the idea a couple months ago uh and we released a beta version a couple of weeks ago um just to test out and see what the intended use would be and how users would react and we've been collecting some feedback to build a better product. And what have you, uh, since you've launched, congrats on the launch, uh, by the way, and since you've launched, uh, you know, got the beta out, um, I'm curious, what are some things that you both have learned just in general? It could be about company building, it could be about your users or product development. 
the market. Um, but yeah, what are some learnings that either or both of you have kind of had since you've kind of gotten started on this company? Yeah, okay. So, so the the major learning that we had is that we should be uh, we should take cr- criticism much much better because uh, initially what we would think is good might not actually be good for users. Uh, and just getting a lot of that feedback, a lot of the feedback we got was initially uh, negative in terms of the experience and also how people put some people. Uh, so we were on the Pioneer tournament and we got feedback every week. Uh, and a lot of people said, okay, is this really necessary? Like, is that, don't we have teachers for this? And there was a lot of, I mean, p- different people had different opinions. And uh, initially we started to feel a bit bad, but then uh, the more and more we went through this feedback, we understood that this is actually helping us out and it's eventually going to help us build a better product. Uh, so one thing is to be thick skinned. Uh, that's the main learning that we've had. Uh, the other thing would be just, just, uh, I mean, um, sometimes it's easy to lose motivation and it, because you, you don't, you, we need, we need to set our own deadlines. It's not like university where, uh, you, you set a deadline, you, you need to go against the deadline here. There is no specified deadline and we have to set it ourselves. And, uh, I guess the pioneer tournament has kind of helped us that way with, um, you know, having these weekly updates, uh, just to help us out with keeping our progress in check. So that's another important thing that we, we've learned. What is Pioneer? I, I'm, I'm very familiar with it. I am, uh, was, was a user for quite a while. Um, but for people that are listening that may not know, um, what's Pioneer? What's this tournament? Is it like March Madness? You know, I, I'm just joking. But like, what, what, what is Pioneer for people that aren't familiar with what it is? Okay. Uh, so Pioneer is... Uh, global startup accelerator uh, started by Daniel Gross. And basically anyone can join this, this leaderboard or tournament. Uh, anyone with an idea can join it. it. You don't have to have the product at a, a specific stage. It could be at any stage you join. And every week you submit these progress updates, which then get, and you get peer reviewed by all the other players on the tournament. And if you get a lot of upwards from these peers, then you could move up the leaderboard. And once you reach the top 50 of the leaderboard, you get reviewed by the experts and then uh, you have a chance of accepting the pioneer offer where you get a lot of uh, benefits and you also end up uh, getting access to this large network of uh, very successful people. And it's just a great experience. Yeah, I think it's uh, really cool, especially since you're giving this, getting these feedbacks like every week and you get a lot of feedback from really good people who are actually also working on something. So they probably know the, the field a bit as well. And uh, it's really cool, especially when you're starting something. We, we joined quite early and it was, I think, a good uh, idea because we had this idea in our head, like what we want. But through the feedback, we kind of, learn and um, kind of pivoted the idea a bit because we saw that maybe the first initial idea is maybe not the exact what we want and it maybe it's not the best and it was really hard as Adi said before in the beginning to accept this okay so my idea is not the best but like getting this feedback and kind of pivoting and thinking about it and polishing the idea was very very good for us so um i'm, I'm re- i think something like this is really needed and it's really cool that someone created something like pioneer 
And these days, what are you both spending your time on? Um, you know, when you're when you're working on Novo, shipping code, talking to users, uh, BD partnerships. Like, what's the what's the day in the life of the co-founders of this company? Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, one interesting insight we got in the past couple of weeks is uh, that we've seen similar platforms like these, and uh, but then the way they're targeting the problem is different. And we are, and they haven't really been able to grow their user base. So we we decided on focusing on one specific topic now, which is quantum computing. And a lot of people are trying to get into quantum computing, uh, especially with IBM's Global Summer School that ran a couple of weeks ago, where there were five thousand people literally logged in every day for three hours straight, just for two weeks, listening to these lectures. But a lot of people and found difficulty in learning through these lectures because they came from very ba various backgrounds. So we thought that NOVA would be a great use case for this specific, uh, uh, for quantum computing. So right now we're actually uh, building a user base. I'm, uh, right now I'm, I'm part of, uh, we're both part of an ad the admin team of this group called Quantum Universal Education, which is trying to make quantum computing resources more accessible and uh, easy to follow and read for anyone from high school students all the way to work professionals. Uh, and we're trying to build our user base there and eventually we'll bring them all over to Novo. Um, and once we see how uh, it works out for quantum computing on our platform, we'll eventually try to branch out to other topics, which is something that uh, other similar platforms are not doing. They end up, uh, you know, targeting a lot of different topics and thus not really getting any useful insights about what the users are facing, uh, what the users are using the platform for. And we thought this was something useful we did in the past couple of weeks. So that's basically something we are working on these days and like, how do they look? So we are talking with these people and also on site trying to kind of start developing the final product after we had this kind of beta run. And then like, if you look out, Oh, uh, you know, a long time, like a decade from now or so. And as as you keep working on this, um, what what could this what could this look like? What could Novo look like? Or I guess, in other words, what is the big vision for for Novo, and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the direction that we're trying to go in is basically to be the one-stop platform for learning any specific, any topic that you want to come on our platform, just type on the topic and you get a recommendation on what resources to use that are personalized to you, uh, to learn that topic. Um, the, a, a more stretched out goal would be to basically have an integration with Google, where if you just type something saying, learn React on Google, learn React development or learn front-end, you would get a small learning path recommendation on the side based on our understanding of your style of learning. That would be, that would be the coolest thing that we'd be able to achieve, hopefully in a decade. Yeah. And to make it happen, you'll need help, right? Like you'll need a future employees, maybe some investors, uh, you know, just things that come along the way that, that help you make it happen. But what you'll definitely need help with, you know, help from is from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you, how can the community help? Are you looking for hires, looking for users, investors, partnerships, anything of the sort? How can the listenership help? So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you guys can be, uh, I think the community can be really helpful because our platform is running on the idea of building a community because our platform wouldn't be possible if 
there were there weren't people who would be able to share learning parts or that share their learning uh, but one thing we would really benefit from would be to uh, have our have the forward thinking community to tell us what difficulty they found in learning topics and what topics have they dropped and what they think we could focus on which we, we i mean for us it's all about collecting all of this data and you know focusing on the right topics initially so that the platform grows as fast as possible and reaches as many people as possible so that's one thing and eventually definitely we uh we also are looking to hire some people because uh we're just two people on the team right now and we're uh getting more into the research part of things with the recommendation system. So we would really like to have some someone with some machine learning expertise on board. And eventually uh, we would be looking out for investors, but uh, initially I don't think that's our main focus. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, mainly we're looking for hiring and also just looking for feedback from the community based on like what kind of topics they've uh, found difficulty learning and what they've dropped just so that we get more data. And how can someone get in touch if they're interested in, you know, any of the things you just mentioned? Are, do you have a website, Twitter, you know, can they email one of you? How can people get in touch? Yeah, so to get in touch, you guys can contact us at yournovo, Y-O-U-R-K-N-O-V-O, at gmail.com. Uh, I hope, uh, I, I think this would be all, this could be added to the description of the podcast as well. Uh, that would be helpful. Yeah, that would be helpful. For sure. Well, I appreciate you both coming on to the podcast. I think that you're working on something super special. Um, you know, learning is something that not enough people do, maybe because there's so much friction to do it. So I hope, I, I wish you, you know, the most success as you build this out. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you very much for the invite. Thank you for having us on, Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forward thinking 
city. Join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event, and I hope to see you there. Forward thinking dot city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.